0: Chapter 2 They name me Fitz, which in ancient times was used to denote a blot on the family escutcheon, the old bar sinister, a product of an unsanctioned joining. A bastard. Human persons seemed to care a lot about cat dirt like that. I didn't. After all, wasn't everyone always praising both my parents? What more could a body ask? My sire was the finest sheepdog between here and Canis Major, he could think like a sheep, they said. Then again, a rock could think like a sheep. Jack could think for a sheep, for a whole flock of sheep and for the shepherds too. And my dam never lost a fox. A few horses, their riders, the master of the hunt, but never the fox. No, I had nothing to be ashamed of in my forebears. In fact, I wanted to be just like them. But sheep, moving them from place to place to place when all they talked about was grass and grass and grass, just to let the hare-brained shepherd lose them for you. That made no sense to me, no more than fox hunting did. You kill the foxes and what you get? More rats. And everyone knows what you get then, and it's not just the bubonic plague. Still, I yearned to fulfil the promise of my breeding, to go beyond mere existence toward excellence. I looked around and there she was, Miss Sonia Randolph, I knew right away, they say it's like that with true vocations, that I had found my calling. I was going to be a companion. Not just any companion. I was going to be the best companion since Hector was a pup. Please note that I consider myself a companion, not a pet, to be pampered and sheltered, smothered and caged for another's pleasure. I accept my soft bed, my regular meals, but I work for them, training Miss Sonia. There were no more tantrums. Miss Sonia soon learned that I would be banished to the stables for her misbehaviour. There were no more missed sessions in the schoolroom either, and no more unfinished lessons. If Miss Merkle was pleased in the mornings, Miss Sonia quickly deduced, then Papa was pleased at luncheon, and we were free to do as we pleased for the afternoon. No one ever needed to worry about us when we were out and about. Where I was, she was. Where she was, I was. No one had to feel guilty that there were no other children for Miss Sonia to play with or had to take a groom away from his chores just to shadow her about. No one had to worry about the eggs disappearing from the hen house or the vegetable garden being torn up either. I was a responsible dog now. People trusted me. They knew that like my mother I would never get us lost and like my father I would defend Miss Sonia to the death. We went everywhere. We knew every bird nest Every new foal, every gingerbread baker and sausage maker, for as far as we could go and still get home in time for supper. We never missed supper. It was a time to learn, a time to talk. We had discussions with birds, beasts, bugs, even bats. Socrates' cave had nothing on theirs. As time went on, we were more on our own. Miss Catherine completed her schooling and her season with honours. A ring from Lord Martin Backhurst, Marquis, from Bath. Master George left university to study the bachelor life in London. Master Hugh became Lieutenant Hugh Randolph, posted to Portsmouth. And we expanded our horizons. The pianoforte, watercolours, the reins of a pony cart, the reins of the household, it was all the same. We knew which groom to chivy, what new tweenie needed a kitten in her bed so she wouldn't be homesick, where the sun cast the prettiest shadows, and when papa liked to hear cherry ripe, We kept growing, learning. I even stopped teasing Deer Park's tame deer. They were too easy. Squire Randolph was happy. He threw into the trash Lady Atterbury's letters, demanding that he send Sonia away to school before the provincial hoyden was permanently freckled. The neighbours were happy that there was a real lady at Deer Park and Miss Sonia was happy. Why not? Everyone loved her. I loved her, but I was not happy. I was five years old. Five is not old for a dog. Sixteen is not old for a human person like Miss Sonia. But I worried. We were no longer ignorant children. I, at least, had learned from everyone around me, sparrows and sows, milkmaids and meadow mice, that there is a higher purpose beyond mere survival, beyond even personal success.